Hi everyone, and welcome to Versus Mo, where we answer gaming's toughest questions one beer at a time. I'm Brian. And I'm Chris Bellucci. What we do on the show is we take two similar things from the gaming world, and we have them square off against one another to answer the age-old question of which is a better. And guys, we have a great show for you today, but as always, what are we drinking? Chris. What are we drinking? What are you drinking? I'm drinking wine again. Uh, three girls. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon. As I, I looked it up, I wanted to make sure. Uh, it's it's also known as a Cab Sav. You, you, you're like, I'm drinking three girls. I'm drinking three girls. Oh, that does sound wrong. Yeah. I put Sorry. them in a blender. Pureed oh that. <laughs> Holy uh, shit! It's a red wine. Holy a, shit! You're not and lying. Now it's a red. <laughs> oh my god. I wasn't lying, Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here first. Chris Bellucci is a murderer. Uh, I'm drinking... Par- I guess cannibal? <laughs> yeah. Or you could say I'm drinking 33-year-old or- carpenter. <laughs> God damn it, I'm hilarious. Holy shit. Um, wow. Uh, what about you, Brian? Yeah. Uh, guys, guys, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not drinking again. But I, once again, have a foolproof reason for it. Uh, I was in the hospital yesterday because I fell off my bike going down a hill at top speed. I'm okay, <laughs> sounds- but my, my hand, I think, is still possibly bleeding. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think drinking is the best idea right now. One, it just thins the blood and gets it out of your system faster. Exactly. Two... A foolproof excuse, and then you offer a fool's excuse, is what I'm saying you just did. <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. Yeah, the point is that I am like not a fit fool. to be. I am not fit to be drinking a beer right now. You make a valid point. We all wish you a quick recovery. Yeah. By the way, I'm perfectly fine. He looks pretty banged up. Yes, I, I am pretty banged up, but nothing broken. Just uh, missing skin in a few places. All right. He's doing a lot better than these three girls I just blended up. Am That's I right? That's true. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> I am still not in a blender yet. Although <laughs> although the, that cement treated me like I was in a blender. Yes, seriously. Good God. Guys, yeah. it's, it's, oh, gotten tell- to, it's gotten to the point where I can't hold a controller anymore because my hand is so bandaged, bandaged up. I have index and thumb free, which is probably enough to game, but... Uh, I don't want to like, move my control. fingers you gotta, around like... too much. I don't know. The, I don't want the. Want to start bleeding again. So yeah. I'm I'm on the disabled list. Tell us about that ambulance ride you got. Oh yeah, I got. I had to take an ambulance to the. Brian was in an ambulance, guys. Yeah, I was on the, because uh, they had to. They didn't actually. They didn't do a concussion test. I just realized that, but I guess that's because I ne- my head never hit the ground, and they did took you have my, your helmet on. I did, I did, and my oh, helmet, okay. my helmet didn't have any like scrapes on it, so I, it never did. Uh, and I, I remember the entire crash, so I didn't like lose consciousness at any point. So, um, but yeah, I got to ride an ambulance for the first time. I've I've never been to the hospital for something that was related to me getting injured, so that was also a first. Um, and now I get to deal with the medical bill. So, did they go through red lights for you at least? I don't think I was really an emergency. So they just drove normally? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a pretty casual ride to the hospital. Man. <laughs> I always imagine, like, when I see them driving casually, well, also, I'm like, oh, no one's in there. Or somebody's dead and they're not in any rush. 
um uh yeah i mean once again i was strapped down so i don't know if I, we ran any lights or stop signs or whatever um but i feel like i remember us stopping at a light so i'm assuming we were in no rush uh, but yeah so that was uh as my traumatic experience yesterday but i was a big brave boy i didn't cry at all i i laughed it off I didn't faint, which is a, which is very good for me because I am not good with blood. I got a shot and I did not cry. And my mommy told me she was proud of me. Have you fainted before? I have. I have. Uh, Actually, it's funny because uh, I got a tetanus shot yesterday too because uh, I couldn't tell the doctor the last time I had one. Um, (laughs) But uh, the last time I got a tetanus shot, I fainted afterwards. Um, yeah, it was really weird. I passed out. I just kind of collapsed in the, uh, the lobby of the doctor's office. So there was that. Wait, like, what, was it just like you felt woozy or was it like the image you know, of the needle? It was, like you were, I mean, flat, well that, that's probably, that's probably part of it. I, I tend to psych myself out with stuff like that. Like, uh, whenever I have nosebleeds, which happens every once in a while, uh, I freak myself out. Like, I, I think I was less freaked out about the cuts that I and, like, skin that was missing yesterday than I am when I have a nosebleed. Like, I freak the fuck out when I have those. Uh, so, I think it was a combination of, you know, getting a shot. And I had also come from a morning swim practice uh, where I did not eat really anything going into the doctor's appointment. So, I hadn't really eaten at all that morning. It was your first mistake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it was just a combination of all that. I think I just, afterwards, just, uh, I was done. But anyway, enough of my medical history. Um, let's get on to versus mode, shall we? I'm an asthmatic. That is true. You are an asthmatic. <laughs> that makes you feel better. It doesn't really, but okay. <laughs> I was just curious. No, I ask because like my brother fainted one time. Um, I make fun of him still for it because he got like he got blood work done and he had like a vial drawn oh, and yeah. he like no, later no, fainted. Just stop talking now. I, I I like see like this kind of stuff. Like I start imagining it. Um, but it was just like ridiculous because he like he had a full meal like he wasn't working out like he woke up had like a full meal went to the doctor's office dude, and just, i was just like man <laughs> some people are just not good with blood uh in fact uh let's move on from this because i i already i already don't like where this is heading <laughs> don't you like games where you kill people and there's like blood everywhere yeah because that's fake that, that i don't care about <laughs> it's real blood that gets you yeah all right. Well, let me explain how the show works. <clears throat> I've been working on this, so let's see how it goes. That's what I like to hear. How the show works is that we have three questions lined up that we're going to ask each other. Now, we've heard these questions ahead of time so that we could bullet our support for our choices. The questions are typically either-or questions. For example, from episode one, we had, Who is the better brother, Mario or Luigi? Next, we'll count down from three, two, one, and then both of us will shout out our answer... Mario or Luigi, and then discuss why we chose them. That is, uh, that's perfect. Uh, by the way, no. uh, by the way, uh, after Aaron, our friend Erin finally listened to an episode yesterday, um, but uh, she said that she really liked that you had a very clear and concise way of explaining how the show works. I know, I know we you don't hate it, it, but you have to under, like, for the people that are tuning in for the first time, they have to understand. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Which, That's shame on you, on you this. should be listening from the first episode. 
I've been working you on bandwagons. This is what I get. Yeah. yeah. If Bitches. you listen to the first episode, you don't need an explanation because you're listening. That's right. Get on our level. Gosh <laughs> dang it, listeners. <laughs> uh, first matchup? First matchup. Would you like to do the honors? Sure. Why not? Um, so I'm sure everybody who's played a video game has had this sort of experience too. But what takes you out of a game faster? A, uh, are we going with a game-breaking glitch or just a regular kind of glitch? We'll just say like a regular kind of glitch. Okay, regular regular kind of glitch versus invisible walls. Which but I, you know me pretty well, Chris. I hate invisible walls. The invisible walls are annoying. I like running into them just because the character yeah. looks funny. <laughs> um, I'm ready. Okay, I yeah, I'm, I ooh. yeah, I'm ready too. Okay. Three. Two, one. Glitches. Invisible wall. Really? Ah, I did not. I thought you were gonna go the invisible wall. I I do hate invisible walls, but what I hate even more is a glitch. I hate glitches, uh, with the exception of the the occasional funny ones. Like the the Skyrim glitches are hilarious, but I'm talking more of. Uh, and this will be my go to one for this question. But Dead Island, riddled with glitches. And I think, you know, I was already betrayed by thinking it was going to be a really emotional and sad game like the trailer did. And I think everybody thought <laughs> Yep. <for it. laughs> um, but, you know, the gameplay was still fun for me. But then there were just, like, these glitches that I was just like, all right, you lied to me, fine, whatever. But you, you got to at least clean up the game. Like, there was one time, uh, I forget, it was, like, the end of one of the... Uh, like areas or one of the missions and the the cutscene didn't render all the way so you just see these like zombies running through like just a gray void it weren't they weren't running on a road they were just running in like open space like and i was just like i just did that entire mission spent several hours trying to fight my way through the city and this is what i got and that is just so disappointing you know yeah no i could I can see that. I was, yeah. I guess I was thinking of different glitches, but I, I would agree yeah. that, uh, what was, what was that one game that we, uh, one of our staff members reviewed? Oh, uh, but, Highway, well, Highway to Hell. That or was, something. yeah, uh, yeah, some, some, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. He just like plummeted through. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was well, kind of thinking I of think like, those, those are borderline game breaking glitches. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of thinking of, like, everyday glitches where it's just kind of like, somebody dies and, like, their body falls, but their body is just suspended in midair. Like, instead of lying yeah. on the ground, they're lying, like, six feet on nothing. Um, that also bothers me, too. Not, as, not, not would... as much as, like, the like the Dead Island example that I gave. That bothers me a lot. Those, like, I can look past those very easily. That I'm like, that is... A yeah. one time, like it hasn't happened, like missing and like missing no from Pokemon. It's like, yeah, that's a glitch, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't inhibit. By the way, the how does somebody find that? How does somebody find missing? No? Oh, I know, right? Well, it's my like, question is, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I mean, oh, wasn't wasn't finding missing no like go to like Cinnabar Island and just go up and down this one area like nine hundred times until you like run into it or something? Yeah, but it was like after. That. It was after you went and talked to the guy to learn how to catch a Pokemon. Yeah, it was like something weird, but like, 
I don't think like, that I, don't, I partially don't think that was a glitch. I think that was like some weird hidden thing. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, you had to like talk to him. Then you flew flew to Cinnabar Island. Then you went up and down. And then after you ran into Missing No, your sixth item in your in your right, inventory. And that's how you did the rare candy trick. Yeah, it would duplicate. Yeah. Um, and you could do that with uh, yeah, and you could all like you'd also run into Missing No, yeah. which. I would do that with my gold nuggets, and then I would sell those to be the richest man in the world. <laughs> like <laughs> rare candies to up my up my guys, but then golden golden nuggets to get the money. Yeah, just make it rain. But I was gonna say invisible walls because it's like glitches are kind of like I don't know. I yeah. y- you have I have everyday glitches in my life. It's just kind of like my brain yeah. doesn't record something. <laughs> um. So I just kind of was like, yeah, you know what, that happens. But, like, invisible walls, it's like, I can see it. I can go there. But your character is just running in place. And you're like, this is ridiculous. Just go. (laughs) Um, So this really takes me out of it. Because I'm like, you're restraining them when there's no there's no restraint. Which is why I like it better when they just put, like, a wall there or something. But still, I'm like, if I can see it and I can't just run there... Yeah, and I mean, and some games do it really well, like um, uh, Assassin's Creed, where uh, they kind of have like the animus wall that says you don't have access to this part of the memory yet if you try yeah. to get close to it. Like that, that does it really well. Or uh, uh, I know in like you know, I've been playing Watch Dogs, and instead of putting up like a invisible wall, not allowing you to leave uh, whatever mission that you're on they'll just alert you that, hey, you're leaving the mission area. You have, like, 10 seconds to get back into it. And I think yeah. those are good fixes. But, yeah, just putting up an invisible wall is... It is really annoying. I, I, is, I agree yeah. with you. And um, I, exactly what you said. It's like sometimes... And I think, uh, like, Crimson Skies and uh, Air... Eris, damn it, no. Oh, my God, why can't I remember its name? That assault game on N64 with the planes. Anyway, it was like, if you left, it would be like, you're leaving the engagement zone. Return to engagement zone, and it would force you to turn around. So the yeah. exact same aspect. Same with uh, Star Fox too. They would do that uh, automatic barrel roll in like the uh, open world dog fights that you do. Like if you try to like leave like the, you know, what I'm talking about Star Fox 64, where they'll, they'll do the backflip automatically. They like make you go back to it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there, there's definitely better ways to to fix or avoid having an invisible wall, which is why I kind of went with glitches instead um because then there's like those other glitches uh like by the way before i mention this i i love this game but uh there was one instance in tomb raider um where i walked into a tomb and the floor didn't load so i just saw nothingness below me and like kind of like the shell of uh like it's the walls were still there but the the ground was was gone um and that was really annoying and you know that was just a simple uh you know go back to the menu main menu go back into the game but that's just like that shouldn't have to happen you know um and i mean it was just that one instance too i've never had any other problems with uh tomb raider and i want to play that game again because it's it's tremendous but uh there's that one really take you out yeah and like and it, it sucks because that really stands out for me from a tremendous game, but I, I still remember that because I was just like, wow, kind of disappointed. So I'm going to, I mean, I, I, I'm not, 
Actually, you know what? I'll jump over on your side. You know what? Yeah, glitches. They yeah. will take you out of a game faster because they can break the game. Invisible walls, some people do them better, um, but otherwise it's like the game is still playable. Exactly. And you're just kind of like, all right, I'm not allowed to go over there. It just bothered me because I was like, I can see it. Let me go there. But you're right. Glitches will take you out of a game faster because they will take you out of the game and into the wire framing of it all. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and that's uh, that's just it's just not fun, you know. It's it's disappointing, yeah. especially if, like you can't get past that. There was a glitch with, damn it, I want to say was it with Batman? That it was like uh, if you did something, like you could not progress any further through the game. Well, that's that's considered game breaking. Yeah, I, th- I thought we were just talking about normal glitches. Yeah, I was just talking about normal glitches, but that too. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Um, but yeah, but yeah no, I know, I know what you're talking about. I, I think I talked to you about it or I know Angie, when she was playing through it, she got stuck in the sewers and couldn't get she, out. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, and I had the problem where I was doing, I was playing, uh, I was doing the side mission where you fight, uh, Deadshot and the game glitched out where Deadshot, uh, I beat him. But I never got, I never was able to finish the mission because for some reason it didn't register that I defeated him. Um, yeah, so I never got credit for that side mission, which is disappointing. Because that lowers my gamer's score. <laughs> and that's all I care about. That's how I am. Dude, I have so many little mini games on my phone because I have a Windows phone. They have a ton of like little Xbox games that you can play and get gamer points for. And I'm all over them. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, but no, you're right. And it's like, I'm trying to think, there's like some games that, I, don't, I can't think of a specific one, but just for the sake of argument, I'm going to be like something like you have a boomerang and you throw it and you need it back, but it never comes back. So you can never throw it again. So you have yeah. to turn off the game, turn it back on. It's like, it's, it's nothing's like hard. It's just like that little glitch. It's like, yeah. eh, today it didn't come back. <laughs> yeah. And that's just annoying. I mean, and, and I'm a programmer and I understand like glitches happen. Uh, and and that's what patches are for too. But the ones that don't get patched, the ones that they're just like, yeah, this is a lost cause, forget it. That pisses me off. I guess, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I can I can agree. Glitches. That's a good talk. Good talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think. All right. I think we're closer <clears throat> for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next question that we have is um. This is kind of a, this is kind of like a preference thing, but kind of like we're moving into the new age. So, uh, how should games be distributed? How should software be distributed? Either digitally, digital copies, or hard copies. You know, you get like the disc in a case. Like, how should they be distributed? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. You know, actually, uh, I'm having trouble. <clears throat> okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm ready. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Hard copies. Both! What? You yes. can't do that! The third, no. the no. third option. Um, no. No, I, I, I truly believe they should have both options. I, I think... I don't think there it should be one way or another. I think in, in the future, yes, I think digital copies should be the only thing. But right now, I, I like that they have both options. I mean, I like that they have both, but, like, how how should they be distributed? I mean, think about, like, the future where it's, like, digital copies. You might have it tied to your account, that sort of thing. 
But mm. what about if you want to like share it with a friend and you can't? That's well, that's why I'm saying both. Yeah, but, <laughs> so you're gonna buy a digital okay, and it, a hard do copy. I, do I have to <laughs> pick. I have to pick a side. Yes, this is okay, versus mode. This can't digital. be like tie. There is no tie. It's, it's one or the other. It's digital. You'd go digital. Yeah, I, I think digital is the way of the future. Um, uh, I, I don't. I, I can't even say that I have. I have very, very few digital games. I think one that I have like maybe two or three on my 360. But it's so nice not having to get up, go change discs, and mm. then put the new one in. Um, which I guess is is purely lazy. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, I like having that. You know, I like having that option. I mean, it, it's kind of like uh, like my phone here. Uh, like if I want to go play Angry Birds, I can go play Angry Birds, and I'm like, wow, I'm bored of this game. Let me switch over to Fruit Ninja or Candy Crush or Temple Run. I'm just listing off all the games I have on my phone. Oh, and Evil Apples. By the way, guys, Evil Apples. Holy <laughs> shit! Uh, it's Cards Against Humanity for your phone. Go download it. It's the greatest game ever. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> we're not sponsored by them, but I felt like I had to plug it anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like being able to switch back and forth. Uh, it's simple as that. I mean, I, I agree. I have, uh, especially with like Nintendo, the virtual console, mm-hmm. and I have a couple of their games downloaded, but, uh, there's something about the disc. I gotta have the disc. And it's just like, like right now I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles, trying mm-hmm. to catch up, um, totally black, backlogged. And I wanna share that with my friend Jaron. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? You know, X is coming out for Wii U sometime soon. I wanna share this game with somebody so that they can play it too. I mean, digitally still possible but i would have to send him my console like <laughs> um, so to me it's kind of it's more it's more gamer community friendly to have hard copies yeah. and it kind of creates this this sort of rarity uh where it's like a copy of a game is rare or it's a classic because they don't make them anymore whereas but, you know, but think about that. You can you could always get your classics. It's not hard to find anymore. There's not that you don't have that problem. I I think that's. I mean, yeah, sure, okay. We all want the collector's edition, whatever. But at some point, like, uh, like what's one game that I would really want that I don't own? But, um, like, okay, I I love Pokemon Gold, and they came out with that for the the original ds or like mm-hmm. the the remake of it on the ds and i really want that but i i go online and it's i mean 40 dollars really isn't that bad because it's still pretty recent but uh some of the other ones that are selling on ebay are like 80 90 100 whereas if there was just a digital copy which i, I don't know if it even is it might be on the nintendo store my point is completely invalid but um you know, I I would love I would love to play it, but I don't want to spend ninety dollars on the game. But that's what I'm saying is that it makes them like collector's editions sort of things. Like, but, but I'm looking why, to play. But I know, but that doesn't make sense. Why Why can't I just download it and still pay the normal price for it? Because then it just becomes it becomes diluted in a way. I feel like if you if so, you have digital copies, people can everyone gets it. And then it's no longer kind of like special to have it. But I'm just I'm thinking from more like a business perspective, like being able to sell it, and and 
it sucks for me that I I don't want to spend ninety dollars on a game, and, and I know it, that would make it that makes it special. I see what you're saying, but for the people that don't have that money but really want to play this game, it it sucks. And and also to go back to your your sharing point, I I get that too. And the only time I can think about me doing that in the past three or four years is when I was in college and was living at uh, at my college house with my three roommates. That was the only time I ever really shared games. Now that I'm out of college, I haven't loaned a game to anybody in probably two years now. That's because I'm selfish but and I don't want to share. If you wanted to. <laughs> it, I have that option, and and I I do understand that, and I do like being able to share games, um, and also I do like buying games secondhand, but I I think digital is the future, um, especially now that Microsoft allowed has now allowed external storage for the, the Xbox One and the PS4. You can swap out the hard drive, uh, you can expand for the Wii U too, um. So I you mean, also... it, they they offer the space. Uh, um, uh, it is kind of ridiculous that they're making you pay for bigger storage, but whatever. Um, I, I That's still it, think, yeah. and also to make digital more viable, they have to make downloading a digital copy cheaper. Um, I definitely agree with that, one hundred percent. Yeah. And I know um, Nintendo, or not Nintendo, Microsoft's been experimenting with that. They made the price to download rise, and I think Forza now is, is a, at a reduced price. Um, and I think maybe in a year or so, companies will finally wrap their head around that very basic concept and start doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, it, it sucks that it still costs the same as a physical copy. When it doesn't have to go through the production, doesn't have to be shipped to stores, doesn't have to be made, burnt to a disc. I'm doing this yeah. completely out of order, but whatever. You get the point. <laughs> um, it, Just it, the whole it, production cost. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't It shouldn't be the same cost. Yeah. And, that, and no, that's probably, and that's probably I mean, why to... I'm leaning towards digital is because this, this is going to happen. It's just I can't believe they haven't gotten it through their thick heads yet. And I'll give you all uh, – I'll throw a point in on your argument side is that Microsoft recently announced, too, that it's like you can download stuff to an external hard drive, grab that external hard drive, which are pretty small, you know, depending. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just, it says that they just need to be like 256 gigabytes. And yeah. you can grab that, put it in your pocket, bring it over to a friend's house, plug it in, and play those games on their Xbox. Yeah. And that's, um, kind, of, that's kind of the solution to your uh, physical copy idea. Yeah. Well... Yes. I mean, you can still share that way, but I'm saying it's still like, I mean, you, if I wanted to bring 10 games over. It's a more expensive way of sharing, but at the same time, uh, I mean, if you have cheaper digital copies on a one-time cost, um, like let's say, I think I I was looking at externals yesterday, actually. I think it might be $80. Uh, And like, let's say they reduce the digital price down $15. So after uh, I don't know four or five games you buy or digitally, it'll basically balance out the cost of if you had bought physical, and then everything after that will be cheaper. No, yeah, I I mean I agree, and like you'll only have to bring over like an external hard drive as opposed to twenty cases of games, you know, yeah. something like that. 
But I don't know. It's just something about the hard copies. I'm just like, that is the way that they should be distributed because it makes them, you know, rare. It shows that the company kind of, I don't know. It's like that, that like there's a lifetime for the game. But also, I mean, with the digital copy, in the, I mean, there's a very rare chance that the file could get corrupted and that would suck. But I mean, they'd allow you to redownload it. Whereas you scratch the disc on your physical copy, they're not going to care. You have to buy a new one. You make a really good point there. Yes. But I'm still going with physical. <laughs> Fine. But You're making many points. You're shooting I, down many of mine. Very, I'm very good points. But, to my guns. But, yeah. All right. I, I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> but I don't understand. Anyway. All right, last one. On to the last one. On, on mm-hmm. to the last. On, on to the last one. Ready? Yeah. Let's read it at the same time. <laughs> no. It's not Ready? Good. Ready? Go. Which I'm not is <laughs> what? Just fuck it. Uh, which is a which, which is, is better, better for gaming on the go? Gaming, God, shut it. up. <laughs> <laughs> which is better for gaming on the go? The P uh, 3ds slash PS Vita or your smartphone? So your uh, your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android, Windows phone. Uh, so which is better for gaming on the go? I have my answer. It's a tough question because this is these days saying that it's killing game, you know, just Yeah. I have mine. I have mine. Yeah, I'm ready. Ready? Yep. Trey du Oh. I smart. Three D S slash PS Vita. Damn it. Did you say my phone? I I said I said smartphones. Smartphones. Yeah. Son of a nutcracker, Brian. Yeah. And I I can I can I can see both sides of the argument. I understand both sides of the argument. Trust me, I do. But uh, it's just the convenience of having your phone there. I mean, we all we, we live in a digital world where we have our phones on us always. So you're always going to have a mobile gaming thing to just casually pass some time. So like right now, instead of listening to your argument, I'm going to be playing Candy Crush. Things that hurt. Yep. Um... <laughs> And I have arguments against the phone too. I'm just, and I, I just, I like having my phone with me and it has the option to do that. And I also don't like having to stuff my pockets with yet another thing. Like I have one pocket for my keys, one pocket, my back pocket for my wallet, and one of my pockets in the front for my phone. And that's it. I don't want to have to shove another digital device into my pocket and like, I don't know, you don't want your... You don't want your uh, your keys to scratch your phone, but you don't want your keys to scratch your 3DS, but you don't want to put your keys in your back pocket because if you sit down, then that'll be the most painful experience of your life. So, like, what do you do with your keys? And then, do you want to wear cargo pants for the rest of your life? I don't I don't know, but... What three-pocketed pants are you wearing? <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm saying the, the back pocket, you put your, your wallet, right? You put your keys in one of your front pockets. You put uh-huh. your phone in your other front pocket. But where are you going to put your 3DS? You want to put it in your your back pocket because if you sit down and crack your 3DS, then you're going to cry. Uh, you don't want to put your 3DS and your phone in the same pocket because it'll cry. Or I mean, uh, you don't want to put your keys and your phone in the well, same pocket see, because it'll scratch the screen. Hey, bear put, with me. Bear with me, sir. I hear. I hear ya. I hear ya. 
Okay. You, you get I'm not wearing out. a three. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Do you see okay. in your camera how okay. I'm showing my ass to you? Okay. What, what, what am I looking keys? at here? Okay. No, I'm not clipping everybody. He's showing his keys clipped to his belt loop. I, I am not sit. doing that. When you live, it's not, well, it's not the fact that, okay, fine, not clipped to the belt loop. You can still put it in your back pocket off to the side of the pocket. No, that is, that is danger that close you do to not getting my ass stabbed. No, my butt is nice and comfy because it's off to the side. How big is your butt? <laughs> you see my butt. You know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, that's where my booty. What I'm saying is I do it on the daily. I throw my DS in my pocket. It has, I have DS wallet and then I have my phone and my keys. Everything's great. I don't know. I no problem I, I, think, with it. I think it's just, it's too much. I don't like, uh, it's just a lot to have going on in my For gaming on the go, region. like I get to, I, because the DS and the, Vita has this also, is that you can, like, be playing. Vita, you can just hit the power button. It goes into a sleep mode. The 3DS, clamshell mode, close it, throw it in your pocket. You're good to go. My DS, I'm a little, or my PlayStation, my Vita, I'm a little more worried about because the screen is exposed. But my DS just, like, boop, closes. It's folded up, and I get to put it in my pocket, no problem. No, and I I get that. I I love the mobility of my 3DS. I I understand that. But I, I don't know. I I just like having to have one less expensive item in my pocket. I can see that. Living in Chicago, I am very scared to have expensive things in my pockets. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll do it anyway. Um, but yeah, for gaming on the go, I love it. Get on the train, pop a squat, and wait till I'm at my destination, and mm-hmm. just get lost in my DS. I admit I see many a person on their phone. I like playing phone games too. Halo Spartan Assault is out on Windows Phone, and I have it, and I play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that like, there's just nothing that compares, in my opinion, to that. Because while the phone is good for gaming on the go, for simple games, mm-hmm. for more complex games, I feel like I can't like and Halo and Spartan Assault. The controls are a little, like, because it's a touch screen. Yeah. And it's just, it's not, it's not there. So the games that I would like to play, I cannot because of the limitations. Yeah. And, and I agree with that. I mean, like, you get, and that was, like, one of the things I was going to say in favor of the 3DS and the PS Vita. You get way, like, unbelievably better games on both consoles versus the quasi-shitty ones that you get on your phone. I mean, there are some good ones. Uh, I know Infinity Blade's really good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Angry Birds is a lot of fun. It's also frustrating as shit. Um, I mean, there, there's a bunch of games that are really, really good on your phone, but it just doesn't compare to the ones that you have on your Vita or 3DS. Um, another thing I would say in favor of the 3DS and PS Vita is that you know, the, those are specifically for games, whereas you play it on your phone, the that drains the battery, um, and you use your phone yeah. for a bunch of things. You check you check Twitter, you check Facebook, Instagram, uh, you text your friends, you call people. Uh, I barely make it through the day 
uh, like just sitting at my desk and checking Twitter every once in a while. Like my battery by the end of the day is riding in. Uh, I think I finished yesterday at one percent, and I, I had just I had just checked Twitter every once in a while, checked to see how our our podcasts were doing in terms of views. But that was about it, and my phone was at one percent. Didn't play any games, and and that's yeah. that's frustrating. Yeah, see, and the battery is just not like I can exactly my DS. I charge it probably every other day, if not less. Yeah, because it just it's built for it. Yeah, in terms of battery life, I I agree. I think the PS Vita and the 3DS, it's just it doesn't take away from your phone, which and as I learned yesterday, uh, in case of emergencies, you don't want your phone to be dead. <laughs> um. Yeah. Luckily. Yeah. Luckily. Luckily, I had charged it before I went out for my cycle, and then crashed myself. Any hootie in the blowfish. Um. That I think is all my reasonings, but yeah. I, I still think mobile gaming, uh, just for the sake of it, phones are have all the all-in-one thing going on, and it's one less thing you have to carry around. Okay, yeah. I mean, it, it's another one of those questions where I can see both sides, yeah. and I'm I'm sticking with mine. You're sticking with yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These uh, are the I mean, things. I, I, if if we were talking like long plane trips, or if it's a car ride and I'm not driving and I don't feel like talking with anybody in the car, I will bring my 3DS and I will play the fuck out of it until it dies. But if it's just for casual gaming from the day-to-day thing, like going on the train, I'd probably bring it on the train too. Um, But if it's just like killing time, waiting for a friend to show up or something like that, I'm not going to pull out a 3DS and start playing in the middle of a restaurant. I'm going to pull out my phone. Okay. Yep. So right. I, I see, I see both sides. I, I really do. Well, <laughs> this was another, this is another situation where I wish I could say both. <laughs> no, but versus mode means pick one. <laughs> do we have exactly. any? Uh, do we have any shoutouts this week? Do we have any shoutouts? Um, you know what? I'm gonna give a shout out to Drinking Quest. Uh, uh, they haven't asked me to do it. I don't really care. I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, if you guys should go <laughs> check out. Uh, they're, I think it's at Drinking Quest on Twitter. If you want to go check them out, but it is this, this game is perfect for our show, by the way. Uh, it is a card-based RPG game where uh, it's kind of you go on these quests. It kind of plays out a little bit like Dungeons and Dragons, not really. Uh, but you get uh, it's a four-player game. Each person gets a character, uh, and if your character dies during the quest, the way to revive yourself is by chugging whatever drink you have in front of you. <laughs> and you die a lot. <laughs> um, so that is a fuckload of fun. Uh, go check them out. Games, I think, cost, I think it's $20 to buy, which is a little steep, um, especially since they're shipping from Canadia. Um, but it, it's worth it. It's so much fun. I guarantee you, you and your friends are going to have a blast for it. Also, please be 21 or whatever your country's legal drinking yeah. age is before you Yeah. Before you order. But for you 21 and over people, fucking buy this game. It is a blast. So that that is my shout out for the day. Uh, uh, Chris, do you want to plug anything? Um, I was thinking like chat to plug anything. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make a shout out to my homeboys Nintendo with the Wii U. Uh, keep it strong, keep it real, keep going. 
Why did I let you on the show? <laughs> uh, how did I agree to do this with you? Anyway, onward and upward. Because we're best friends and I was the only option. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Anyway, uh, if you guys have any que- any questions, comments, or suggestions for new matchups, uh, matchups, yeah, matchups, new matchups, uh, please tweet at us. It's at versus mode show. Uh, also, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, and I hate doing this and asking for you people to do it, but uh, if you could either write a review or just just rate it on a, this little five star thing, just it's click a star. It's literally one click. Uh, click either the you far guys doing right that, star. Yeah, you guys doing that. It'll help us get versus mode out there. Uh, and you know, you you guys want everybody to hear us, right? Hear our awesome voices. Everyone so, loves the underdog. Right now, we're the underdog. We are beyond underdog. We are we are we are under we're, the we're, underdog. We are the sub underdog. <laughs> sub underdog. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Uh, it's true. It, we are down there. It's true. We, we, are, we are at the bottom of the barrel, people. But, um, so yeah, please do that. Help us out. Uh, it'd be really, really awesome of you. Um, also, subscribing to us on iTunes, uh, it'll automatically download to your iPhone, iTouch, iPad, uh, your iTunes library. Um, so you'll automatically get, uh, whenever we release a new, up, uh, new update, no, a new episode. Um, so that'll be awesome. Uh, also, check us out on Stitcher. Uh, if you guys don't know what Stitcher is, it's an online radio app. Um, and I always like mentioning this. Uh, if you're at work and trying to listen to the podcast, uh, your company probably doesn't know about Stitcher quite yet. So it's probably not blocked. So go check that out. Um, also, most importantly, go check out SpawnFirst.com, where me and Chris uh, write. We write uh, news articles, reviews. Chris just put out his Mario Kart 8 review yesterday, woo, two woo. years ago. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was really good, by the way. I read it. It was very, very good. Thank very, you. Very, very well written, sir. Um, but yeah, for all the latest news, previews, and reviews, head on over to SpawnFirst.com and become fully immersed in the gaming world. That is it, everyone. Show over. Go home. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>